Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Throughout this entire playoff run, this is our first el- elimination game. It's for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's no looking back now. We got to come out, be ready to play, and it's either win or go home. That's Chris Paul talking about Game 6 NBA Finals tonight, tonight in Milwaukee. The Bucks are up 3-2. to two. This is it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is it! Sing it, Kenny Loggins. I got that. <laughs> Is Giannis Antetokounmpo going to come up with another big game? Ditto Chris Middleton. We got this. What are you, Rush Limbaugh with the ditto? Ditto. (laughs) Ditto heads. I prefer Buck Sexton and Clay Travis. Rush's replacement. Something I've ever listened to. I'm wishing and hoping and praying for seven. The showdown. This is my childhood team. Even if it's not, I'm going to pretend that it is. <laughs> it's your adolescence, too. It's such a child. You question my loyalty. I do. I do. How dare you oh, go against my bloodlines? <laughs> my sisters are living and dying by this, and I care for my sisters greatly. That part I buy. <laughs> no, I wanted to go seven for competition's sake. Hey, more drama. Yeah, give me another game on Thursday. I'd be excited for that. Game seven's in the finals. I mean, they don't happen every day, every season, obviously. No, they don't. So why not get one? I don't know if the Suns can do it, man. Obviously, I think the Bucks hold a distinct advantage. Uh, I think they're in the Suns' heads a little bit too. Uh, but because because the Suns got the Bucks have got to be thinking, well, geez, we're down twenty in the first quarter. So what? We're down sixteen in the first quarter on on the road. In the pivotal game five. And then we took a lead at halftime. It's like it didn't even exist. We erased it so quickly. The Drew Holiday show. I think Drew Holiday is on the national stage now on a level that he hasn't been because he was uh, most recently in New Orleans and they were way off the radar. They get Zion and now they're on the radar, but they're not any good. And they're changing coaches again. Fortunately for him, he got out of there. And he's been the difference maker. Obviously, Giannis is the MVP of the finals if it gets to that point. And Milton's very good. But I think the big-time difference maker has been Holiday. And if he plays like he has been playing, I believe the Bucks win. I think the Suns have to hope that the Bucks are off. Because it's apparent to me now, if both teams are on, the Bucks are a little bit better. I thought otherwise at the start of the series. Giannis. Giannis has given him the difference. And Middleton. No, I just said holiday. Did you just no. hear what I just said? But on the possessions at the end of the game, it's not holiday. That is Holiday's not true. the edge for he, the whole game. He had the freaking steal that sealed the game that, that made them. What are you talking about the possessions at the end of the game? I disagree 100%. That's one possession. You just said it, the possessions at the end of the game. Right, and when you look at the possessions at the end of the game, Fuck there's all. like four key ones in the final minute of every game. And what was the most key? The key was the one he had to steal. Alex, come in here and smack him in the back of the head. That's one out of the 12. Well, now we went we went possessions, now we went four, now we went 12. Three wins. Four possessions at the end of each game. 
Middleton's hit. Okay, okay and right. you just assigned yourself four possessions at the end of these games. That's the parameters, and they cannot be changed. <laughs> I like it. I learned it from watching you. All Set right. the rules, the ground rules. It's like the coaches. It's and not, and we, <laughs> when we get the MVPs, okay, people who vote on the MVP, four possessions. No more, no less. Ready, break. I like it. Tip off tonight, 7 o'clock on ABC. Bulls guard Zach Levine did not travel with Team USA to Tokyo for the Olympics after being put into health and safety protocols. USA Basketball said in a statement that it hoped Levine would be able to join the team in Japan oh. later this week. I'm telling you, Trent Forrest is going to get a start at some point <laughs> in these gonna, Olympic Games, man. Happen. I had to look up, like Steve Cleveland just said. He hadn't seen that guy from San Antonio, Keldon Johnson. I hadn't seen him either. Uh, he played okay in that uh, one game, but I think Keldon Johnson and JaVale McGee? How are they Olympians? Yeah, wow, man. And Isaiah Thomas is saying, man, I was born too early. All, all Isaiah Thomases, not just the one who played for the Pistons. I mean, they're, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point here. It's getting, it's getting tougher by the day, and they haven't even played a game. Who's interested, who's healthy, and who's in shape? And that shortens the list of replacements dramatically. I would have just brought LeBron. Make it all so then he ends up being like the hero again. <laughs> he comes in and saves the day. Yeah, I got this, guys. All right. I mean, we're down to like three players. I'll be there for you. And then he could promote his movie that's going out. Globally. Yeah. Intergalactically. Well, he's already the most popular in one Asian country. Why not go another one? DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Raiders president Mark Bedane resigns. He had been filling that role since 2013. He'd been in a variety of positions within the organization since 1991. How big a say did he have on the football side? How much is this going to change things? Club's obviously been through a lot with the move and the new stadium. And, well, and everybody's been dealing with COVID. I have no idea. I never heard of him. Don't know what impact that'll have. Steelers sign edge rusher Melvin Ingram to a one-year contract. He's expected to fill the hole left by the free agency departure of Bud Dupree to the Titans. Ingram had previously spent nine years with the Chargers, who opted not to resign him after the 2020 season. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Your team needs to be healthy to compete. And if not, that game won't be rescheduled. And thus to dispose of the game, the forfeit word comes up at this point. That's not a policy, and what you see are the bookends now for decision-making. What? That's Greg Sankey, SEC commissioner at SEC Media Days. Dispose? What the hell? Are we forfeiting if you don't have enough guys? That's how I took it. Well, spit it out. He said six of the conference's 14 teams have reached an 80% vaccinated threshold, and he said the number needs to grow rapidly. He added it's not a political football, and we need to do our part to support a healthy society. And he really doesn't want to forfeit games, because then presumably ESPN will, or CBS will, not give them as much money. Yeah, I think this is a situation, was it North Carolina State in the College World Series? He used that example when he spoke, yeah. Which was interesting the North Carolina State players could have bought a ticket and went and sat in the stands, but they couldn't play. Right. It's not a political football at all. Oh, it pretty much is nonstop. Um, Honestly, I don't understand it, but I have a limited mind. 
and I haven't sought to understand it. No, I've sought to do my part. I got vaccinated, and uh, for all you people, I know there's a couple of people across the street who think I'm far right, but uh, I got I got vaccinated, and I don't I do what I can, but I don't really understand how you can't play a game, but you can sit in the stands. And I don't think the game part, being outdoors, is the biggest risk. I think it's more being around your teammates in meeting rooms, cafeterias, hotels, that kind of buses, airplanes. So I think that's the bigger okay, well, the bigger the- risk. But I think they're letting the unvaccinated players do that. But when they test positive, I guess in the stands, they just don't know you're positive either. So there's that. Oh, so then we should not test the players? Would that take care uh, of it? That has been said by coaches. Has it? Oh, yeah. Local high school coaches? Yeah. That's what I've been told. Oh, over and over. Oh, okay. Local high school coaches. Mm-hmm. Parents of players. Don't let me see you lick that. Thing, man. <laughs> it's so freaking gross. <laughs> he takes the yogurt and the, the the top of it, he licks it. I'll buy you freaking yogurt every day so you don't have to lick the freaking thing. Waste I, not, want not, PK. Waste not, want not. And now you got it on your lips. It's so gross. You see what I put up with every morning, Alex? It's for radio. Four, You're probably just making 20 it up. Years. I'm not making it up. Making it up. Well, it's gone now. You wiped it off. I clean up good. Jeez, you have my extreme sympathies, honey. No wonder why you want them working four jobs a yep, day. Yep, keep me out of the house. Exactly. Deal with me a little less. That's Roti. That's a win for everybody who's in the house. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 0-1. Soto hits it to deep left center field. This one going, going, and it is gone. Nationals now lead it 18-0. Ah, but the Marlins scratched out a run and made it a more respectable 18-1 final score. John Lester, seven scoreless innings, and Lester homered as part of that uh, as part of that outburst, which is crazy for Washington because they just gave up 24 on Friday. Now they get 18 here. I guess when it gets away from you, you just let it go, right? And so the, the big numbers happen. What does it matter? Oh, I thought you were talking about your physique. Hey, <laughs> More fat shaming or body shaming. Yesterday was a wild day. You had the Nationals scoring 18, the Red mm. Sox 13, mm-hmm. the Mets and Reds combined, what, 26? Yep, on uh, 34 hits. The Tigers 14. Two touchdowns on the Rangers, 14 I mean, you zip. just don't know what's going to happen in this game. It, it's crazy to see. And I got my uh, my free baseball preview. I think it lasts another night. So I was just sitting at home, just flicking like Just crazy watching home runs left and right? Yeah. I had the Mets, that game you spoke of with the uh, Reds. And uh, obviously they hit, what, they hit seven? Is that what it was? Yeah, seven, they had four errors, runs. but they, yeah. they overcame Jeez. them with seven home runs. Ow, man. And then uh, that, that, those were the early games. And then the late games, I watched Shohei pitch. He did not uh, give up any runs, and they took him out. And then the bullpen promptly gave up four, and the Angels lost. And then I flicked over Dodgers and Giants. Posey, who'd been out, comes back and just goes deep. I think the first A.B. goes deep. Yep. He's a Hall of Famer. He's absolutely a Hall of Famer. He won three World Series titles. He's in his mid-30s now. And they they may do it again this year. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be incredible. If he won four, how many guys have won four World Series as a player and didn't belong to the New York Yankees? Take the oh, Yankees that's a good out trivia of the, question. Uh, of, of the equation. Excellent. Non-Yankees with four titles? Yeah, even three is very impressive. 
Um, Giants don't look like they're slowing down. You look at the Dodgers. I mean, they're, they're three-fifths of their starting rotation that they thought they had earlier is now out. With May, had the the TJ surgery, and Bauer, I've been told, is not going to pitch again ever for the Dodgers, let alone this season. And it's certainly looking like he's not going to pitch this season. And then Clayton Kershaw has some forearm issues. And so he's out for another few weeks. So they're down three of their five. I mean, you're a good team, but you're missing three of your five starters. It's tough to overcome. So, And I did see uh, reading a thing on the second half, and I know we usually have a daily Padres update. For they, for 15 years, we didn't hear a thing, Alex, and now we hear every day about the Padres, recognizing that I'm bringing it up today. But uh, 30 of their next 34 games are against teams under 500. Yes, and the Giants um, are hitting a tougher spot uh, in their schedule. So Theoretically, it could get that's going to change things. Yeah, but the Giants, man, have been really a, the surprise team, I believe, in all of the sports. So crazy day yesterday with all the runs being scored. That uh, Giant win, that's the first of a four-game series there for the Giants. So they got a chance to uh, pull away here on the Dodgers. They do, yeah, create some separation there. and then the Two th- games up with that win. Dodgers have the Rockies coming in on Sunday, and there's going to be a Dodger fan in attendance on Sunday who's just going to be so rabid. Oh, really? Yeah. Turn on your TV, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> He's going to be there with his old lady. Eight Oakland City Council members are expected to cast non-binding votes for a proposed $12 billion ballpark plan this morning. Ace President Dave Cavall says, Our future in Oakland is hanging in the balance. Okay, last night on the broadcast, they said that, they they mentioned this vote, and they said it was non-binding if yes, but binding if no. Well, that's a weird deal. Yeah, because it, it still needs to go through other... Uh, approvals, but if it doesn't go anywhere, if it's got to clear no. multiple hurdles. If it doesn't clear this hurdle, it's over. And so if it's they yes, were talking about, okay. you never know if it's over, over. No. But uh, you know, we heard that a million times. Like for instance, with the soccer stadium, yeah, uh, they're moving to St. Louis, so this way they can keep the RSL and uh, blah blah blah. We had people coming downstairs because we're in the same building, yep. and they had to jump on the air immediately because this was it. And, and, and I'm, those people don't like me because I gave off the impression, this isn't it. Why are you wasting our time? <laughs> and they were all excited about it because they're soccer guys, and I think they've held it against me ever since. Uh, and you, you're always accepting and loving for all people, so they still love you. Although one guy, eh, maybe not, I don't know. but uh, Probably not. We'll see how that goes because this is what they were talking about last night, saying if, it, if the vote is no, then they're doomed. And they're going to go to Vegas? Vegas, baby. Vegas was our little brother. Vegas is like the Utes. They're if they get baseball, they're like what the Utes did to BYU for years. Vegas was our little brother. I used to talk to the media guys down there, and they envied us because we had good football teams, and we had the Jazz, and they had one crappy football team right. and a basketball team that had long had seen its glory days, and then it was gambling and boxing. That was it. Yeah, it was in event town. Yeah. PGA Tour comes through as four far as week. sports. Yeah. NASCAR comes through for one week. Obviously, entertainment was a yeah. different situation. Uh, but now, man, if this thing. They uh, got the, the NHL, they got the NFL, and Major League Baseball could be right around the corner. Yeah. And at that point, why not basketball? Because you already have the arena. The arena's beautiful. Pac 12 plays its games there. I've seen multiple concerts there. I've seen Paul McCartney there, I might add. And baby, 
I'm amazed. The Bees in Tacoma get beat by the Rainiers 12-2. Same two teams complete their six-game series tonight at 8 o'clock. You can listen to Steve Klauke on the call right here on the Zone Sports Network. And before we go, they got fireworks coming up on the weekend, too. Uh, Baby, I'm amazed. It's the best tune by an artist who left his or her original band and went to another band. The best tune ever. That was quite a qualifier. Say that again. You made your mark and your name Mm -hmm. in your original band, Mm -hmm. and then you left and went to another band. Ah! And it's the Baby I'm Amazed. Got it. It's the best tune ever recorded by someone who was in his or her second Was on their senior tour? Oh, no. Not, not, but you can't, it's got to be a band. It can't be someone who was in a group and then went out and and sang uh, solo as a solo act. Oh, or is that better than all the solo acts, too? Yes. Ooh. Or. Because that opens it up. Or was solo like, and then joined, joined a band. Well. Either or. Michael Jackson was in the Jackson 5 and then had a gazillion hits. I understand that. Absolutely. Yeah, he was the little guy in front. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL signs forward Rubio Rubin to a multi-year extension. The deal will keep him in Salt Lake through 2024 with a club option for 25. He came in on a one-year kind of make-good deal. Four goals, two assists. Done a lot of dirty work for him as well. He gets rewarded with a contract. He'd been bouncing around looking for a home and wondered wondered if he was going to get another chance, and it all came together here. So So do you think he's the second Best or best Rubio to play in our market? Oh, I see where you're going there. Okay. <laughs> it took me a second. Uh, apples and oranges. I'll go. Regardless. I'll go. Uh, well, the the international Ricky Rubio has made too big a mark. I'll have to go uh, second best. Okay. All right. Purely on the NBA, it'd be close. But no, R- Ricky Rubio's got a. World Cup medal and all that stuff. Uh, RSL back home tomorrow, and they take on the LA Galaxy at home in Rio Tinto Stadium, 8 o'clock. DJ PK, that is what is trending, brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, got the question of the day for you, and this one is... uh, it's got a lot of people fired up here, PK, and it's got people all over the map. Should the Jazz make major changes or tweak the roster? This is your call, your decision. You, Jazz fan, are sliding into the chair. You're the big dog. You make the call. What do you do? We'll find out next. Stay with us. You're locked on to Utah's highest rated. Most listened to sports radio morning show for over a decade. This is DJ and PK on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision summer LASIK sale is going on now. 
Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Hmm. Got birthdays today. Who do you have? to? Oye Komala. Carlos Santana. 74 years of age. I seen Carlos at the House of Blues in the Mandalay Bay a couple years ago. Good show. Yeah. He's a peace and love kind of guy, so he's a, you got to get all the cosmic happy feelings and all that stuff. And then, of course, I have to give a shout-out to Janine Jones. It's her birthday today. And we know Janine Jones as? The spouse of Brent Jones. All right. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> you know, the tight end from uh, San Francisco? Yes. Although like, he was the tight end at Orm High. He's a neighbor. It's his wife's birthday today. Good shout-out. Good work. Question of the morning. It's up on our Facebook page. Should the Jazz make major changes or tweak the roster? The draft is right around the corner. What should they do? There will be trade opportunities. If not then, then free agency a week later. Yeah, I think they got to blow it up. (laughs) You do not. (laughs) Why do you do that? I do what? Just for the sheer joy of it. (laughs) Just to freak people out for two seconds. Speak my feelings. Those are not your feelings. Interesting situation. Now a lot of teams face similar situations, but we focus on this team, and this team has options in front of them and which directions to go and what do they decide, how close do they believe they were, Uh, change in management already, change in ownership, change in management. See, we usually, uh, I don't know, usually is the right word, maybe sometimes, maybe usually, have to study each of the individual situations. But when there are change at such a high high levels like that, in my mind, you expect more to come, but not necessarily we're going to hit you over the head. You know, Jerry Jones takes over the team in football for the Cowboys, right? And he makes a major move. It's just a just news that rocked probably the whole state of texas found tom landry the entire nfl world found tom landry golfing at the 18th tee didn't even let him get to the 18th green didn't even let him get to the clubhouse yeah just Uh, let him go right there thanks tom so i don't think that it'll be to that level but my guess is two three four years it's going to look radically different than it does today that's a safe bet recognizing that of course on the team this is the nature of the biz in any four-year period. You probably have a significant amount of personnel turnover. But we've already seen one significant move in management, which, you know, if you're 50 and then you're 54, there's probably no difference as long as you got your health there. Uh, so you can continue to do those jobs for many, many years. And, you know, see Popovich at 72, still going strong. Krzyzewski's, I think, 76. He's announced this is his last year. And, Tony LaRusso with the White Sox is 76, and Dusty Baker. You got two division leading teams in the American League, and I think the combined uh, age of the guys is like 146. So you can do those jobs 
you know, they're not the physical demands and all that. So you can do those jobs longer, but nevertheless, they've already made a change there. So what's going to happen? And, and you, this ownership has promised to be aggressive, and I believe them. I take them literally at face value. But what does that mean? I'm not sure. They may not be sure at this point either. Well, you start with talking the draft, trades. you can't be sure. Okay, so the the draft, you're not sure who's going to be on the board. You may have somebody you want, you want to trade up, but how far can you trade up? Right. Who's willing to trade out? Because you're sitting there and you need other people to make decisions too. I mean, they may know what their plan A is with Conley, but what if he's got a different plan? Mm, I think they can make him an offer he can't refuse. Whether they want to or not remains to be seen. But I think if if they were, you know, spare no expenses, which is easy for me to say, because it's not my expenses, that they could get him back. I think he's enjoyed his time here. I think uh, his family and all that stuff. Man, I don't know. I don't know the man. But I know people who do and what I what they say. You know, he's very comfortable here. And he seems like a guy who could thrive here. Uh, he's played in medium-sized, small Memphis, cities yeah. and going back to college. You know, Columbus is decent Columbus, size, but Columbus it's not. Columbus is about this, yeah, yeah it's not similar, big time. Similar to the Wasatch Front. And he's maintained a residence there. Uh, I think he grew up in Indianapolis, right? It's another not a huge city. Yeah, you haven't said New York, Chicago, or L.A. yet. No. And so he's comfortable in these environs. So my guess is that he'd be comfortable here staying if everything fit what he was looking for. Maybe not. I don't, not sure. Tyler answers a question with a question. Should the Jazz make changes or tweak the roster? And Tyler says, well, do they want to win a championship or continue drafting in the 20s? What does that mean? I wasn't 100% positive, but as I thought about it, I thought, I think he thinks that they need to make a big move to win the championship. Well, they're not drafting in the 20s this year. Good point by you. Well, not unless they trade up. Well, as we stand right now. As we stand right now, they're not. So that's a that's a curse and a blessing. Maybe it's not a curse. Maybe I take that back. It just indicates you had a phenomenal season, unless you had the rights to somebody, some team who ended up that way. So you draft thirtieth. But to me, that's right now that that, that them drafting thirtieth means they had a really good team. In that respect. So can these guys, I think it comes down to the core of this team. We know who the, the, uh, the players are. That's good enough to win a title. Now, it wasn't this year. Obviously not. Under the parameters and the circumstances. There are people who reference that left and right. What? Uh, Want to run it back. Give them a do-over. A mulligan? Tweak it. Run it back, Rick says. They win it all this year if they had a healthy Mitchell and a healthy Conley. Brian, best regular season record in the NBA and make major changes? I don't think so. Mm. Uh, The best record by a game. So... One or two games, that would make a difference. So they have the second best? No. 
the Suns faced this situation, uh, I think, in like 1992. Uh, I want to say they got to the conference final and they lost to Portland. And you're looking it up. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. No, I appreciate you looking it up. I realize it's me talking, so you go on the defensive immediately. Uh, immediately. I know. I, oh, you're looking it up. No, I know, I know. But I meant it, look it up. I should have said, look it up. I saw you go reach for the, the keyboard, so I knew that you were, and I wanted you to. And if, I, if memory serves, that was the year they beat the Lakers and in the second round and then lost to Portland in the conference final. Back me up on that. So, 91-92. The year you're talking about uh, was 1990. They beat the Jazz, they beat the Lakers, they lose to the Blazers in a conference final. Then they go out in the first round of the Jazz in 91, and in 92 they sweep the Spurs in the first round, but then the Blazers, who are going to the NBA Finals for the second time in three years, beat them in five. So it's like you're a playoff team, but man, when you run into a championship-caliber team, although not the team that won the title... So they got knocked out two out of the three years by the Blazers who went to the finals. Mm-hmm. And so Colangelo was running the show. Mr. Colangelo, the godfather. We're, we're good, yeah. but the Blazers are on the way to the finals, and they beat us 4-2 in one series and 4-1 in the other. So we got to shake it up. We got to do something big if yeah. we're going to clear that hurdle. Right. Because Drexler and the guys own us. I remember that specifically. Uh, I'm, I'm working in Los Angeles in the time, at the time. Uh, but obviously I still have this, uh, Phoenix ties and no, no better relations with folks in the media there because it was years ago and I hadn't left only a few years before. And so anyway, he goes and he gets Barkley. And that was a major Blockbuster move. trade. Yeah, absolutely. Good word. Yeah. Well, yeah. Barkley was, I think he was leading the dream team in scoring. Right, it was. So he's at the height of his powers here. I mean, he is yeah. clearly among the the top handful of players in the game. Every sportscast in the country is having that on there because it's that big of a deal. And they give up Hornacek and uh, Tim Perry, I think, and some other people. Uh, Andrew Lang, am I right? Go on there. Was it Tim Perry? Jeff Hornacek and Andrew Lang. Check my memory. Now, I know certainly Hornacek was in the deal without question. Because I've had Hornacek posters on my wall since I was a kid. Not a kid. <laughs> not, then, not true. Then to sit by him. Well, I had heard such great things about him in Phoenix that I liked him even when he was with the Suns. My sister had an interaction, a few of them. And just raved oh, about here's a, he and his family. Here's the story. The Suns swindled the Philadelphia 76ers by taking the malign Charles Barkley off their hands in exchange for Jeff Hornacek, Tim Perry, and Andrew Lang. Yeah, got Jerry it! Jerry Colangelo won the Executive <laughs> of the Year Award for his role in the fleecing. I got it. I got it Barclay's right. Barkley's checkered pass made him available at a bargain price, and the Suns pounced. His checkered past? I mean, by today's standards, he'd be a Boy Scout. I just remember two things he got in trouble I for. He threw somebody through a great uh, uh, a glass plate glass window yeah, at a bar, yeah. and he spit at a somebody. game and ended up hitting a kid. Again, today he'd be a Boy Scout. <laughs> so, uh, but he was so lovable that he got past. I think he said some DUI stuff, too. I'd have to double I don't think that. he had at that point, but he has since then. Yeah. Yeah. But I, he was doing TNT when 
the one I remember. Yeah. Right, right, right. So that and that got him in the finals and I I think it was his first year there. Mhm. It was. They never got back. But you know, boy, it was it was worth doing obviously. So should this ball club do something like that cuz it could do something like that. If you find a sucker on the other end, <laughs> you got to find someone who's moving, moving a star. And there is somebody out there who's, a, at least we believe he's available and has ties. Damian Lillard. Yeah. <laughs> now you got jazz heads salivating. 31 years of age. And there is somebody here who's much younger and is spectacular. So you make your team older. Do you make it better? I don't care if I make it. If I win a title, who cares? Ah, that's true. If you win a title, you don't care about anything. You can tell me whatever you did to the roster. If you win a title, yeah, it's worth it. Do I make my team better? Or do you just go sideways? Well, if it's a guarantee, then you do it. Yeah, so there's that's no why guarantees. Cal- that's why Colangelo sprinted to the Barkley trade. So you were drawing this up as a comparison to the Barkley trade. I don't think it's that. It's with the Suns capping out. Have the Jazz this who they are? Have they capped okay, out? Okay, so so the, I actually think it's very similar. I don't think the Barkley ca- thing isn't, but they- I don't think they've capped out. But Barkley for three role players, the equivalent for the Jazz would be Hornacek was an All Star, but. The equivalent for the Jazz then would be uh, Conley, a one-time All-Star. Isn't Hornacek a one-time All-Star? Except Hornacek was much younger. He was not 33 turning 34. That's who the Jazz basically have to move, is they've got to move 30-somethings to get Lillard. Because if it's Lillard Lillard for Mitchell, it's not the same as the Barkley trade. Not remotely. Because Jeff, as good as he was, even though he made the All-Star, he couldn't carry a franchise by himself. Okay, who can carry a franchise by himself? Can Mitchell carry, carry, carry a franchise At a much himself? higher can, level. Okay, At but a can, much higher level. Right, but can, that's not the issue. The okay, issue is I'll can retract. he hire it, hire it, carry excuse me, at a much higher level is can he carry it? Can I he, think he can carry it, but I think he can carry it at about the level Lillard can. So you think Lillard and Mitchell are awash? If... if Mitchell goes fine. to Portland. Mm-hmm. I think Portland's still a playoff team, Agreed. but I don't think they're going very far. But so, I, mean, I don't care about Mitchell going to Portland. I care about Lillard coming back. So can they win a championship with Lillard? Because you're making your team older. If it's, if it's If it's a Washington talent, Portland wins because they get younger. Well, That's assuming that. Yeah, well, you, you don't uh, know that. that. <laughs> I know where you're going next. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all, it's all, and we haven't reported it, so don't get on us. But there's already been talk of no, Dwayne Wade Dwayne being seriously concerned about it's, Donovan Mitchell staying in Salt Lake. I well, just, if he's seriously concerned about him staying in Salt Lake, then it was, why would he stay I in Portland? Right. So yeah. how do I know Portland because gets better? The, yeah. Just because you're younger doesn't mean you're better. I mean, the, 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 the Suns went out and got a 36-year-old. They didn't get younger. They got way better. Yeah. <laughs> they got way better. But they didn't give up a 
24-year-old budding star to get their 36-year-old. I, don't I mean, know this is your guy. Up. This is your guy. This is the Byron Scott deal. The one that cemented it, don't trade young talent for old talent. And that has been cited so many times by, in so many stories by so many executives. I mean, it just Byron Scott for Norm Nixon. Oh, ouch. Lakers win big. <laughs> yeah, they won big because they had some other guy over here. And his name was Magic Johnson. Absolutely. It could have been Byron Scott for a load of crap. <laughs> or Norm Nixon for a load of crap. Come on. Byron Scott. Norm was a good player. That's a Boy, pathetic example. No, it's a great example. It's a ex- pathetic example. Oh, let's see. I have the all-time leading scorer who's still close enough to his prime, and then I have one of the top two or three greatest players of all time, and wow, Byron Scott he was the deal, the game changer for the Lakers. Can you imagine how much they would have sucked without Byron Scott? My own. Still needed talent around him to beat that Celtic line. Yeah, minimal talent. <laughs> Come on. Still need good role players around your megastar. Stars. Z- no, you've, you've totally dismissed Kareem and Worthy multiple times. You don't get to flip around. Even I've though I disagree. Oh, you've I, totally dis- I've said Abdul <laughs> should be in the discussion for greatest player of all time many times. What are you talking about? They weren't even a playoff team with Kareem. That's not true. They were. Sometimes. And sometimes they weren't. Okay, well, sometimes. But they di- weren't pr- immediately. Not. Right. Immediately prior. And James Worthy was a gravy trainer. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> I think he's better than that. I'll give you that. Yeah, and in two years, Magic is gone and Worthy's out of the league. He retired at like 32. (laughs) Come on. He fell off the face of the planet when Magic left. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's golfing. James Worthy tumbling through space in Space Jam. What happened to him? No, no, it's it's, the earth is flat. Gravity no longer applied to him. Believe in what's-his-face over there in Brooklyn, Irving, and the world is flat. The world is flat. And now... A worthy is just a golf fanatic. They had a story on him in Golf Digest, and he can't get enough golf. So I want to make your team better. Now, I'm not saying do that, but, you know, these are all things they have to consider. And this is sports talk, and it's just for fun anyway. Uh, how about okay, what actually I was thinking, though, you went right to Mitchell. You were thinking Gobert? Yeah, because you look at Portland, and one of the things they said about Portland was their defense. Yeah. So there's not a team on the on the planet that Gobert's not going to help defensively. Every single team. He's going to make it he's a difference maker, obviously. So I wasn't thinking Mitchell, honestly, in this particular case. You went right to him, got me sidetracked. Uh, but I was thinking Portland's needs. Because with McCollum, they've got a guy who can light it up. He's not Lillard, but he can slide in and be a a decent replacement. You know what I mean? And they're probably still a playoff team, so I'll buy that. But they are tired of being a playoff team and want to get to the next level. And see, the thing is, you are constructing or we are constructing fair-ish deals. And people listening can argue, oh, this team would win, that team would win, it is fairish. But you brought up the Suns example. And the way the Suns vaulted vaulted was – Three role players, yeah. granted a high-end role player in Hornacek, but three role players. Right, so I'm for up a in star. the ante. I'm going all-star for all-star. And then you have to take in the situation. At that point, the Lakers 
phenomenal run had run its course. So timing timing matters. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And then the and then Olajuwon and the Rockets play their best ball and they're beating the Suns in game 7s the next 2 years. That's why the Suns didn't make it back. Lost game 7s twice to Hakeem and the Rockets. Uh-huh. So I think if you're looking for a parallel for the Suns trade, you can't go to Damian Lillard because if you're looking for a parallel to the Barkley trade, Barkley off-court baggage, worn out his welcome. Club wasn't really happy with him. He wasn't cla- the, the Sixers were also slipping. And so he wasn't real happy with Philly, and they weren't real happy with him. And he had some off-court baggage. So everything kind of lined up. So who's a player now like that? Maybe the Nets made that acquisition when they got Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I don't know if Talent any- on the court, uh... but he didn't really want to be in Boston, and he might have rubbed some people the wrong way. I, I look at him, he's a very good player when his head is on, but I don't look at him as a Barkley type. But he's not available anyway, So you, right. but you just no. threw that out there. No, well, uh, he was available to the Nets. I mean, and it's a different scenario because, you know, he and Duran are standing in the hallway talking about where they want to go together. And it's a different era in that regard. Players just have way more power now. So to compare it to back then, you know, even if you make a trade because a collective mm-hmm. bargaining agreement has shortened contracts, you can trade for someone and say, okay, we're all in. Let's have a good year or two. Kind of what the Suns did with Chris Paul just because of his age. And he's not part of the five-year plan. But teams can't really have five-year plans the way contracts are structured now. So you're in it for the short run. And then in three years, if you got to start all over, you got to start all over. Because although it, it gets torn down more quickly, it also can be built up more quickly. True. And this year's Phoenix Suns are a great example of that. Now, the Bucks are a more traditional example because, you know, they've been discussed as one of the elite teams for three straight years now. In the East. Right. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. we got a couple more answers. I think we've got a guy here, Carter, who is going to speak for a lot of Jazz fans, and I think it's a pretty likely scenario as well. We will get to that next. Stay with us. You're home for the best coverage of the Jazz, Utes, and Cougars. This is DJ and PK. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jim PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Question of the day. Should the Jazz tweak the roster or make major moves? Carter says run it back, but try your best to patch your biggest holes in your roster with your draft picks and the MLE vet minimum. And I'd say the biggest holes right now are wing depth and versatility match up against five out offenses. The Jazz have way too much talent to tear it down. They need to stay the course. Well, that's a hardcore fan there. I love this discussion because I don't know that they're, we, A, we don't have the answers. <laughs> B, we don't know the answers. 
and C, it's like it's just for fun anyway. I, I really think that the Conley signing determines a lot of this. If if they re-sign Conley, then I think what Carter says is the most likely thing. And you never know because you always have to improve your team. Well, can, and if the phone rings, yeah, there could be an offer. Or they could pursue offers. Just sitting back, twiddling your thumbs, yeah. looking at the phone. Yes. Like you did in high school, hoping for a date. <sighs> See how that worked out? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but in college, man. When that you, was a different deal when in you college. you came of age. Hey, oh, Katie, bar the door. There's people throwing up in their cars. Man. Right <laughs> if that Vega was a rockin'. <laughs> the, it, was a, it was a Torino. <laughs> if that Pinto was a rockin'. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely shade of puke green. <laughs> it was horrific. Not a whiter shade of pale? Nope. Nope. Green with a vinyl top. Because, well, you know, if you're going oh, classy, you got to go all the man. way. That was style back then. And it was disgusting, too. But... And the rims? <laughs> Stop. Miss that cart? Not even a little bit. So they could they could re-sign Conley and still make moves, still make what we would consider a significant move. They've got pieces moving anybody who's in that uh, ten to fifteen million dollar range, which sounds like a lot of money because it's a lot of money. Well, I think but in the NBA, there. it's movable. There's, yes, Ingles, Bo- Bogey, and Favors. Mm-hmm. And and Bogies Clarkson too. Bogies at uh, eighteen million. Joe is in the last year of a deal at fourteen million. Expiring contract. Yep. So valuable. Favors has uh, two years left, but he's at nine point seven million this coming season. Uh, manageable then. at that uh, in NBA money terms. Yes. And yes, if you put Clarkson in there, I think they will be loath to do that unless unless there's a big payday on the way back. Right, I'm just putting you guys. You have to upgrade. You have to upgrade. You got to give away something to get something. You do. 12, uh, 12 million for Clarkson. So you got a 10, a 12, a 14, and a 19 ish million dollar contract to work with. Bogey's a little under 19. So there are some options there. And there's some talent there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Each of those guys can offer something. I don't know what you'd get in return. Who's looking for what? But I think the run it back seems more likely. With the mid-level guys. Run it back to an extent, not completely. Right. Here's the other thing that, uh, that, that hovers out there is that even if something doesn't happen this summer, then everyone points at the trade deadline, but look at the Jazz history. And I, and I get, you know... Dennis is a consultant now, and Justin has now got primary day-to-day duties. So maybe that will change things. But they have made two significant trades early in the season. In what is usually a quieter time for NBA teams, they've struck twice. Clarkson deal most recently and reacquiring Corver for the second go-round. Those are both deals that got made. The Clarkson deal was in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Corver deal was earlier than that. Now the season also started earlier than that. You know, we just had a November start to a season here, but you get back on the traditional calendar. I think that was like a month in, and then the Clarkson deal would have been at least six weeks in, maybe maybe two months in. I have to go back and look, but that's pretty early to win the hype. So, yes, they could make a deal here this summer. 
But I wouldn't completely rule out. If it doesn't happen now, keep looking. Doesn't mean it won't happen in, in November. Well, all the way up until February, whenever that deadline is. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We're talking college football with Jay Drew, Deseret News. He is going to join us coming up at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call them at 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net.